Rodney Barnes announces another comic book series coming out of Image Comics, and we got aliens, people. Also, Milestone Comics celebrates 30 years of groundbreaking creativity, and things kick off at the end of January and run through Black History Month. And yesterday was new comic book day. Yes, I know. But JT is here to give us his top picks for new comic book day, November 16th, 2022. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 podcast. So let's kick things off with uh, some Rodney Barnes news. He's uh, a friend of the podcast. He's been on here a few times when we were going under the name of paperbacks and soundtracks. But he announced on Tuesday that he has a new comic book series coming out with Image Comics called Monarch. Uh, he will be writing the series, of course, and the art will be done by Alex Lenz. Um, this series actually sounds really dope. And uh, Image put out the synopsis for the story the other day. Uh, it says that growing up in the city of Compton is tough enough as it is. But as Trayvon has learned all too well, growing up as an orphan in the city of Compton with gang members hunting you down every day is even tougher. But all of that is about to change because today is the day that aliens make first contact with Earth. And it only spells doom for life as we know it. Death, devastation and mayhem. Can a single teenage boy rise to the challenge to protect his surrogate family and friends or will he die trying? Listen, I'm not sure if you are familiar with Rodney Barnes. If you're not, definitely go back in the archives and check out the interview that we've done with him. Uh, he is an awesome guy, but he's a very great creative uh, mind. And he comes up with these stories that are just amazing he's done Philadelphia. he's doing uh nita hall's nightmare blog which will be uh a story that's talked about a little bit later on in the show but he's been doing this for quite a while and this this story monarch just sounds like it's going to be a great time um he's really good at this whole like horror thing um and it doesn't seem like monarch is going to be a part of the Philadelphia universe which is cool you know starting something a little bit different branching out a little bit but I love the fact that he has carved out this niche for himself. He's carved out this little corner of the comic book universe where he's doing horror stories and now he's doing something with aliens. Uh, but this is what he had to say in a press release uh, that came through Image Comics. Uh, Ronnie Barnes said that I've always loved films like Attack on the Block and War of the World. So I decided to put them together and see what would happen. The result was Monarch. All right. So Monarch comes out uh, this February uh, 2023. And I'm telling you, Rodney Barnes is pretty much taking over my pool box. I'm not going to lie to you, man. He is. He's just so creative, man. And he just finds a way to just keep my attention and many others. You know, uh, James is also a big fan of his work uh, that he's done on Philadelphia and and Nita Hall's Nightmare blog and things that he's written for Marvel, like Star Wars stories and stuff like that, man. But he's an excellent uh, writer, man. I would definitely suggest that you just go try and find the trade or even the hardcover Philadelphia graphic novel that actually just came out this week. So, hey, maybe your local comic book shop might actually have a copy of that. 
listen, just go drop the ciabatta and pick up the book. Okay. But speaking of books that you should pick up, let's kick it over to JT and see what he picked up this week on new comic book day. What's going on, James? Listen, Isaac already showed us it was a busy week this week at the comic book shop. So, uh, oh, most definitely. Yeah. What you, uh, narrow it down to this week, bro, for your top picks? Yeah, man. So I got some, I got a couple of interesting picks this week. So, first, we've got Blade Vampire Nation number one, written by Mark Russell. And this basically is the story of Eric Brooks, aka Blade. And he's in Stabmore, aka Vampire Kingdom. And it starts off really action-packed, like it's fast. It's literally like the first few pages alone are, are brutal, and there's an assassination. And being that, like, you don't need to, but anybody who has actually been reading the current Avengers run knows that, you know, Blade is the quote-unquote sheriff of this vampire nation. He's basically there with Dracula to keep everything in line. So all the vampires themselves are in a central place, and the idea is that if they're there, they still have a form of survival, but they also have their own uh, government. And because there was an assassination um, in their country, it leads them to try to figure out, well, they need to know who did it, obviously. And this is basically a one shot, and it takes us um, with Blade on his journey to find out who the actual assassins are why they assassinated this person and how does that actually impact the vampire nation it's actually a pretty good read so if you're looking like if you're a blade fan and you're looking for something that just gives you a little bit of you know entertainment it's a definite it's definitely a good pickup nice. the next one the next one i have is uh something is killing your children number 26 came out this week and that was james tenian i mean he fails to disappoint you know like one minute the the books are you know they're a little slow and there's character building going on the next minute it's like fast you know <laughs> and in this issue it basically comes off the the heels of number 25 and like jessica slaughter who is our main character from like since since issue one she is basically out of the house of slaughter you know she's done a few things they they do not want her to continue to hunt monsters. And, and in some cases, they don't even want her alive. So that they, they introduced a couple of new characters in the last issue, including a character named Cutter, who is actually actively looking for Jessica and not for her own good. Meanwhile, Jessica's trying to protect hmm. yet another child who's in trouble and her immediate family from a new type of monster that has a humanoid form. The trick with this series, or one of the best parts about this series is, Besides Jessica, the only people that can actually see these monsters are kids. And the funny part is, so it's like you can have someone being torn apart, and all it looks like is the person's being torn apart. You, The adult can't see it's a monster, but the kids can see it. So it's kind of like she's protecting this child in this small town outside of New Mexico called Tribulation. I uh, figure you down in Texas, you might appreciate the, the New Mexico border. <laughs> right. But, um, but, it, but it was actually a good read. And I, and I would honestly say anybody who's been reading this series, you know, I would say if you haven't and you wanted to jump on it, 
Um, this is not a good jumping on point. However, um, it is still a really entertaining read and it would be good. I would say go back and pick up the uh, reprints because, you know, it's Boom Comics. They got like a million reprints of the same series. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, next up, I've got Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog. Uh, this is oh, uh, yeah. number 10. I believe this is number 10. Uh, this is part four of Murder by Another Name. And, you know, Rodney Barnes is out here. I mean, this, this brother's talented. He's building out a universe. And it's just, you know, amazing the way these characters interact. But in this specific issue, we've got um, Nita is basically presumed missing or dead. And they're not sure how to find her. And, of course, her brother is concerned about her. And anybody who's reading this series knows that he's not exactly among the living you know, but um, it, it finds her basically face-to-face -face with the immortal killer that's been going around the last few issues. And it's not even just the immortal killer that she comes face-to-face -face with. It is the person behind the killer because there is somebody who is obviously giving this person power. And it's amazing because going back to what I said about her brother, Jason, he enlist the help of our favorite trickster god to go find her and when they go to find her it's like the person they come across is way more powerful than they'll ever be so it turns into something that they can't actually um control or do anything about so it just it's actually entertaining in its own right and it's a fair, it's a fair way, way of looking at it. It's pretty solid. So it's a solid read, I would say. Nice. So, Love and then the last, oh, yeah, of course. And then the last one is Wakanda number two by um, oh, Evan nice. Narcisse. And uh, this one brings us basically, you know, these Wakanda issues are basically featuring uh, various characters. And normally it's the character you see on the cover. Like the first issue was Sherry, obviously. This issue, the cover is um, Umbaku, but it's Umbaku from the Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda, which was obviously the last story written by uh, Tanasi Coates. You don't necessarily need to have read that to read this, but I mean, it would mm -hmm. help. Or at least if you read, at least if you read issue twenty-five from the last series. It right, would right. it would help you because Umbaku was basically charged with being um, the steward for the empire, and and you know in space because obviously T'Challa is on Earth, he cannot uh, be an emperor and still be the king of Wakanda. Even though right now he's still going through some things, but we don't know that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I feel like he should have took that job in out of space, but whatever. Anyway, so at this point, got um, a boy. but at this point, it is um, Umbaku, and he is basically just trying to hold everything together with all these other empires coming at them from different directions. They have insurrections within their own empire because you have to remember the whole point of that last, uh, that series, the premise was that people who did not have names or memories were given their names and their memories back. Right, right. And all these people now are looking for answers and they're also looking for their place within the empire. 
they don't want to be nameless, mindless slaves who forgot who they were. They now know who they are. So now it's like, well, what do you do to remedy the situation? What do you do to help them grow and to become productive in their own right? And the interesting thing is what really kept us going with this issue was the fact that they actually threw in a couple of um, characters from Wakanda and um, obviously another character that I'm not going to mention. You know who I'm talking about, yeah. but she's got definite. She's got she's got definite. You know, she's definitely one of those A list powerful characters, and and I'm glad they brought her in. And it just shows more interconnectivity within a lot of these characters within the main Marvel universe. And and I appreciate the way the story was. And then the backup story was also written by Mr. Narcisse, and that one focuses on a Black Panther that, if I you know remember correctly, that is actually from the Jabari tribe. So it's actually pretty cool. Mm, they were, they weren't all, they weren't all, you know, from the same quote unquote bloodline in that respect. So right. it, it's pretty interesting to see. So I would definitely say if you're a fan of this and this coming after the, you know, release of uh, Wakanda forever, this is definitely a good addition for anybody who's enter, who is really interested in the lore a little bit more, I would definitely want to pick this one up. But those were my books for the week. Nice, man. A lot of a lot of great picks there. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking I'm, I hope I uh, asked Isaac to put me one of the, a copy of the Blade book in, in my pool list. So hopefully he did. If not, I got to go. There was three amazing covers. There was three amazing covers for that nice. book. So either way, all three covers, none of them were, were, were failures. You know, they were all good covers. So I, I would nice. say pick whichever one you want. I mean, all these books, I think, have multiple covers. I, I, you know, pick whatever you want, enjoy what you want, you know, and hopefully this helps you guys narrow down what you're going to pick when you go to the shop. There you go. Appreciate you, James, man. I know I know it definitely got me excited for some reads this weekend, man. So listen, we will catch you next week, my brother. And you guys oh, definitely go hit the shops, man. James gives you a great review and uh gives you some good hints on what to pick up and what not to pick up. And we will talk about that special appearance in Wakanda uh issue number two when we get out of here. <laughs> so we'll see you next week, brother. We'll see you. Well, thanks again to JT for uh, giving us some of those suggestions that we should go check out this week for New Comic Book Day. Uh, There's a lot of books there that I definitely will be picking up and checking out over the weekend when I have some time to sit down and read. But uh, let's get into this DC milestone 30th anniversary celebration slash Black History Month celebration. Um Listen, Milestone and DC are dropping a lot of cool things, uh, you know, at the end of the or at the beginning of the new year. Um, So let's just let's just go down the list of the stories that they're going to be dropping uh, in the upcoming months. So January 31st, they have a uh, uh, anthology series coming out or one shot series coming out called DC Power. Uh, a celebration. Some of the writers that are highlighted here are Chuck Brown, Stephanie Williams, uh, and Evan Narcisse. Um, 
So this story is going to be featuring a lot of heroes of color, which is really cool for, you know, people to be able to see themselves in these comics, of course. But we got some throwback heroes in here, man. We got Jon Stewart, Cyborg, Vixen, Kid Flash, Aqualad, uh, Batwing, and and many others. Um it also includes like some of the D, uh, first DC works of some of the people that were selected from the Milestone Initiative project that was taking place where, you know, they were bringing in some up and coming writers and artists and, um, you know, trying to, to help develop their work and putting them on some of the pages of the of the DC comic books, man. So I thought that that was really cool. That's going to be dropping on uh, January 31st. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, also dropping that same day, uh, Milestone is going to be dropping their volume two of their compendium, uh, 1300 pages. It's a soft cover. Uh, I got volume one. I know many of my friends got volume one, uh, and it was really, really dope to go back and look at some of those early works from Milestone Comics. Um, the main reprint in this one uh, that I've seen is a reprint of the 1994 Worlds Collide event which was basically a huge crossover event between DC characters and the Dakotaverse characters. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to reading that because I've never actually read that story. Uh, I know Kay has the whole series and everything, and I have individual issues, but I would love to read it from start to finish, man. It looks like it's going to be a really great, uh, great time. And there's going to be a lot of cool stories in this three, 1,300-page graphic novel, all right? Get ready to read. But uh, also, February 7th, um, we're getting a new Static series. It's called Static Shadows of Dakota. And um, this will be kicking off like phase two of the Milestone Returns uh, comics where, you know, they had like uh Four, four or five series that came out um, a couple years ago and it was like, like they were all mini series and everything and we got floppies and then we got trades which is really cool so the the, the creative team is going to be returning that worked on the initial season one uh, so we got Vita Ayala who's going to be writing it and uh, Nicholas Draper Ivy who's going to be doing the artwork I believe he actually helped write some of the season one uh of static, but you know, DC basically says that this is a great jumping on point for anybody that missed out on volume one, but I encourage you to go read volume one. It was actually really good. It ended really, really good and really strong with a lot of action and everything. So definitely go hit up your shops and find volume one. But they also said that for the fans of the animated series, uh, super villain Ebon is going to be taking, or Eben is going to be taking center stage in this story. I mean, you would know Know that obviously if you read volume one and then coming in february on the 7th we are getting 280 pages all collected in a hard cover written by Dwayne mcduffie all right the late great legendary Dwayne mcduffie dc has decided to put out a story called the dc universe by Dwayne mcduffie and basically this is going to be featuring some stories that Dwayne mcduffie wrote 
back in the day and some of the stories that will be collected in here are action comics uh the demon impulse uh jla showcase 80 page giant um a batman gotham night story from 2022 uh or no i'm sorry from 2002 uh then you have sins of the youth which is kid flash slash impulse and then he had a story that i didn't know that he put out or that he wrote uh firestorm the nuclear man so we're going to be getting a nice hardcover collected uh book by Dwayne McDuffie which I'm probably going to buy I'm looking forward to that um and then later on in February uh, which is the 14th of February we're getting Icon vs Hardware uh, this is a five issue limited series by Red- Reginald Hudlin and Leon Chills they are the the writers that worked on Icon and Rocket and the art is going to be by Dennis Cowan. So, I mean, that pretty much sells itself. Uh, And then February 21st, we will be getting Milestone 30th Anniversary Special. This is going to be another anthology series uh, and it's going to be celebrating 30 years of Milestone, man. They've done so much uh, great creative work with these great iconic characters and you know, these excellent creators that have been a part of the milestone history. So this is going to be celebrating their 30th anniversary uh, and everything is going to be taking place with milestone and Dakota verse characters. We got a bunch of different writers that are going to be working on this. Evan Narcisse is one of them. Chuck Brown, once again, Stephanie Williams, Nicholas Draper, Ivy is going to be doing from what I saw. It looked like it's going to be a, uh, uh, it's still going to be the Batman or Batman Beyond Static series story, but I'm not sure if that's going to begin in this and carry on going forward because I thought this was an ongoing series, but we shall see. Uh, Dennis Cowan is also going to be a part of the art team for this. They're keeping my man busy, uh, and there's going to be some other artists from the Milestone Initiative that are a part of this. So a lot going on from D.C., and milestone which i love to see man because at one point we were only going to be getting graphic novels and the community definitely raised their voices and made it known that we wanted individual issues so a lot's coming out for them man make sure you guys go support it make sure you go support rodney barnes for sure and also make sure that you support this podcast hit that subscribe button we are available everywhere where podcasts are found on all major platforms so hit that subscribe button share with your friends leave a comment like it do whatever you can to continue to help us grow this one in 100 podcast thanks again to isaac rodriguez for his previews this week and thank you to jt for giving us his reviews this week for the books that he picked up at his local comic book shop make sure you guys tune in this saturday me and Kay will be back to our good old ciabatta antics talking about everything that we love and we're going to definitely be going heavy on the music because a lot of things took place uh in the hip-hop and r&b community a lot of great music a lot of just a lot of stuff that we need to cover so make sure you guys tune in this saturday morning we'll be back uh doing our thing but in the meantime make sure you be good to yourself make sure you're good to others and continue to support this podcast i'm your host amir and this is the one in 100 podcast